the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. If, if someone were to follow your footsteps, where would they get to? Will they have a prayer life? Will they ever study the Bible? If someone follows you, where would you take them to? If you were on trial, they had you on trial for being a Christian. Would they have to acquit you for no evidence? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something starting a new series. New series is entitled, I'm Saved to Serve. I am saved to serve. I am what? Uh, I'm saved to serve. I'm saved to serve. You know, one day, uh, by God's grace, you'll walk through the pearly gates. Come on, everyone say amen. <laughs> You're going to walk through the pearly gates. And you're going you're gonna to meet Jesus. Imagine Jesus had one question for you when, when you met. I'm happy to see you, but who did you bring with you? Imagine you got, you're so excited to be there, but yet he says, I, I'm glad you're here. But the last thing I said before I left was to go tell them about me. How did you do in that area. In Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28, verses 18, 18 through 20, Jesus said this. This is a message Bible. Jesus undeterred, went right ahead and gave them his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet. Go out and train everyone you meet. If somebody followed you, would they get to the church or the club? Pastor, I thought you were going to hug me today, Pastor. I thought you were going to hug me. I, I wasn't ready for that. Oh, yeah, I just got you, just like that. If, if someone were to follow your footsteps, where would they get to? Would they have a prayer life? Would they ever study the Bible? If someone followed you, where would you take them to? If you were on trial. They had you on trial for being a Christian. Would they have to acquit you for no evidence? How am I walking? How am I talking? How am I acting? You have to ask yourself this question because, see, when I stand before God, I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy, Lord. I, I, I want to hear well done. I, 
I, I want to hear well done. I, I don't care how you feel about me. I, I care about what he thinks about me. I, I want to hear well done. Notice it says go out and train everyone you meet. It didn't say pastor. It didn't say apostle, <laughs> bishop, pope, cardinal. Everyone has a responsibility to share their story. He says, uh, go out and train everyone meet that you meet far, near, in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I will be with you as you do this day after day. Not just Sunday. Day after day, after day, right up to the end of the age, I got a question for you. Who would you bring with you? Who's following you? Who are you pouring into? Whose life are you changing? Guess what? You got a responsibility. Each one reach one. If everyone did it, we wouldn't have enough room. Woo! Today we're going to teach from Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. I feel my help. Mark chapter 2, Mark chapter 2, Jesus returned to Capernaum. A few days later, the news went out that he was at home. So many people gathered together that there was no longer room for them, not even near the door. Jesus was discussing them with the word of God. Then they came. I got a word for you. Why is it when there's no room, you leave? They just too crowded. <laughs> Oh, God, praise God. Y'all better help me. You better help me, praise God. Anyway, that's a good thing when there's no room. That means something is happening. You never want to go to a restaurant where you see nobody. I want to see lines outside. Because that means something is good. They came bringing, a, a, bringing to him a paralyzed man who had been carried by four men. Come on, y'all. I, I, need, my, I need my stretcher. Y'all know I got props. You know who I am. Praise God. Bring, bring, my, bring my stretcher out. Praise God. We're going to go into this. Hallelujah. Come on, Mr. Forward. I need you, sir. Eric, I appreciate you. I know you're a squatter. I know you got some guns on you. To God be the glory. All right. Damn, you, sir. All right. Y'all stay right there. Now, all right. It said four, right? Okay, y'all four get up. Go, let's, let's start this. Come on. Get up. Okay. Now, now, here, here's my challenge with church folk. Y'all bring him, bring him, bring him. Let's bring him on over here, okay? All right. <laughs> now, this is good, okay? Now, Vic, Patrick, I want you to take both sides. Patrick about to walk away. Now you about to grab both sides, Vic. Y'all know I want you to bust your suit. You got to look good, brother. <laughs> now, your back feel a whole bunch more pressure right now, don't it? Yes, sir. <laughs> now, uh, Pike, that's my barber, by the way, Pike. Praise the Lord. And look, I'm trying to get everybody. All right. All right, Eric, grab the other side. Now, they can carry it. 
but they can't carry it as long as four people could. What happens in church, we complain about stuff, but we ain't trying to carry nothing. All we can do is talk about what's not right, but you ain't carrying nothing. All you do is run your mouth, and now put them down, put them down. And then, then the challenge is, they have the audacity to say, Pastor, you should do this, and Pastor, you should do that. And I'm right here trying to carry people off the battleground, and you got the audacity to open your mouth. Why don't you help? Why don't you help somebody? I'm trying to carry the dead off the battlefield, and we got so many people sitting around not trying to help. But all you do is talk about what is and isn't right. Guess what, brothers and sisters? Eventually, the person will get tired of caring people. I got a question. You good. Now, sit back down. Sit back down. Jesus didn't heal you yet, man. You got to wait for Jesus to heal you. I'm going to tell you when to heal you. All right, Ben. What happens? Two can do it. Three is better. Four is best. Pick them up, please. Pick them up again. All four of you. All four of you. Now, here's what we, what, what, what's good. Okay. Now, follow me, y'all. We got to take them to the ER. Praise God. I ain't going to take y'all far. All right. All right. Come on, y'all four. Come on, y'all four. They're getting tired. I need y'all to, to grab the sides for me. You ain't got to put them down. Just, just, just grab the other side and, and relieve them. <clears throat> now, see, that's even better. Now, look, now, now we got people on every side, okay? Now, the, the original four, you can walk away and the new four grab it. Now, guess what happens? People don't get tired and get church hurt. Because, see, when people get hurt, it's because they're tired. But what happens when you can rotate, all of a sudden everybody, see, team means we get more done together. So what happens, we got to get to the place in the faith walk when you say, this is my reasonable service. Because guess what? God has been good to me. And if God has been good to you, you got to find some time to where you say, God, what can I do? How can I serve you? Where do you need me to be? Because guess what? You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer. 10 Conditions for Answered Prayer, 5 Benefits of Daily Prayer, Hannah's 5 Keys to Her Prayer Success, Hezekiah's 7-Step Prayer Model, and the sevenfold Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, 
JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. Come on, I'll bring it back over here. Right in front, right in front of Jesus. Praise God. I am not Jesus. Let me be clear. Don't tweet, don't email me nothing. I didn't say I'm Jesus. We got the same initials, though. That's true now, that ain't <laughs> Listen to this. First Corinthians. He says, what is Paul? What is Apollos? Servants through whom you believe in Christ, even the Lord appointed each his task. I planted Apollos watered, but all the while God was causing the growth. Stop allowing yourself to get frustrated when you're trying to save somebody while you keep talking to them. Guess what? You may just be the person to plant the seed. Somebody else may have to water it. But guess what? It's not about you. You can't save anybody anyway. Guess what? All you can do is walk in a manner that people can be saved. You're not God. You ain't saving. No. You just try to work on you. So he says this. None of us are that important in reference to salvation. It's all about God. Look what he says. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters anything, but only God who's causing the growth. First, next slide. He who plants and he who waters are one in importance with esteem working. Guess what? Parking ministry, usher ministry, greeting ministry, all the ministries are important. All the ministries are important. All the ministries have value. All the ministries have importance. Everybody is important. Everybody is vital. You don't think your picky toe important until you heard it. <laughs> but each will receive their own reward. For we are working, for we are God's fellow workers and his, his servants working together. You are God's cultivated field, his garden, his vineyard. God's what? It's not the building, it's us. Back into Mark chapter 2. When they had unable to get him, uh, get him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. How many of you stop at the first no? Well, there's no room at the front door. Oh. Tear the roof! I'm not going to allow a no to stop me from getting to Jesus. Now, understand what's so cool about this story. They didn't have an issue. Their friend did. 
How many times have you just drugged your friend to church? See, another revelation. It took four to bring one. It took four to bring so guess what? It's not just one person. It, 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 it's, a, it's all of us trying to work together to get. Because remember, they're sick. They got issues. So it's going to take more than just one person. Now, it does help. But one person, you're going to get tired. And you're going to hope, praise God, that somebody's going to come help you. Praise God, my back going to be right today. To God be the glory. The Bible says, they let him down on the mat. The paralyzed man was lying. And when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw, when Jesus saw their what? Active faith. Because see, he understood the roof. He understood the door was crowded. There was no way to get in. He saw their faith that they're going to make a way out of no way. See, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I'm not going to let anything stop me from Jesus. It was kind of like blind Bartimaeus. We said, son of David, have mercy on me. They said, shut up. He said, son of David, have mercy on me. They say, shut up. He said, son of David, you ain't going to shut me up. I got to see Jesus, and I'm not going to let anything stop me. Whenever you're on the verge of your breakthrough, expect adversity. The Bible says that there's a great and effectual door open unto us, but there's many adversaries. So when you're on the verge of your breakthrough, get ready for all hell to come at you, because he wants you to turn around. When they were unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof. Verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith springing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, sons, your, sons are, son, your sins are forgiven. How about this? He didn't deal with his paralyzed state. He didn't say, I'm healing you. On the outside, he said, I'm healing you on the he didn't deal with the paralyzed condition because that's just temporary. Your soul is eternal. So he says, I'm not even dealing with your condition. I'm dealing with your spiritual home. He says, your sins are forgiven. What I have learned in a faith walk is when hunger meets faith, you can birth a miracle. I'm going to say, when hunger collides with faith, you could make a miracle, Pastor, prove it. The woman with the issue of blood. She says, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. She was hungry, and her faith connected, and he says, I feel virtue has left me. If you can just get hungry. <laughs> but some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts. You heal now. Praise the Lord. Stay right next to me. We're going to read it. And why does this man talk like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive the sins, remove guilt, nullify sins, penalty, assign righteousness, except God alone? Here it is. Here it is. You're about to get healed. Immediately, Jesus, being fully aware of their hostility, knowing his spirit that they were thinking this, said to them, where, why are you debating your hearts, arguing about these things? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and pick up your mat and walk? But so, you're good now, but so... 
that you may know that the Son of Man has been authority over power, death, and sins, God bless you. I say to you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. He got up and immediately picked up the mat and went out before them so that they were astonished. And they glorified and praised God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. I got one key. We go home. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. I'm going to keep it over there. I don't even feel, well, well Holy Spirit, do what you're going to do. I ain't. Mm. Acts, look what he says. This is the message. The judges went along with the mob, had Paul and Silas' clothes ripped off and ordered to be publicly beaten. After, beat, after beating them black and blue, they threw him into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard so there would be no chance of escape. He did just that. So now they've been beaten. They've been talked about, lied, everything. All right. He did just that, threw them into the maximum security cell and clamped legs, uh, leg irons on them. Along, along about midnight, in the darkest hours when he shows up, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing a robust hymn to God. Pastor, what are you saying? You can't allow your situation to steal your praise. <laughs> so, they've been beaten, lied on, cheated, talked about, mistreated, scorned, almost wish they would never. But yet and still, they lifted their mouth and praised God. See, your praise is your down payment on your breakthrough. You don't praise God for what he's already done. You praise God like it's already done. It, see, what you got to do is you got to make up in your mind that the, the Lord has been good. The Lord has been faithful. The same God that got me out of this is the same God that's going to get me. See, you have to get to the place where you don't allow your situation or your circumstance to determine your praise. See, praise, oh, Lord, Revelations 12, 11. Is that on my next slide? Yes, it is. Praise the Lord. Let's read this, church. And they overcame and conquered him because of the blood of the Lamb and because the word of their... For they did not love their life and renounce their faith even when faced with death. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. So that means the more I testify, the more I overcome. I am made an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. I don't know about you, but God has been good to Jomo. I don't know about you, but God has done some things in my life that I have to give him glory. See, I got a praise on the inside that I cannot keep to myself. I can tell you that his name is Jehovah Rapha. He is the Lord God that heals me. I can tell you he's Jehovah Jireh, my provider. I can tell you he's the author and the finisher. I can tell you he's the bread of life. I made up in my mind that I don't need the whole church to praise. All I need is two people to be crazy enough to say, guess what? I'm going to change the whole atmosphere because Paul and Silas said, I'm going going to praise God in every situation and every circumstance. Now, I know what it says. The Bible says this. 
Next, next slide, next slide. Don't worry, we're going to stand up again. I feel it. Take rest, rest, rest yourself, rest yourself. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The other prisoners couldn't believe their ears. After what you just been through, you still praising God? After you've been through that terrible divorce, you still praising God? After they left you like that, you still praising God? How they did you on your job, and you still You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.